This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, so I literally just spent the last five minutes panicking because I thought my mic didn't work. Like, I have another one, so I wasn't worried, but I was like, damn, like, this mic just doesn't work. But all I needed to do was hit the arrow buttons, which are conveniently right in front of me. Like, just increase the volume, maybe? The volume was all the way down. So I thought, like, I couldn't hear myself, but I just needed to increase it. Wow, technology. Look at me. Hi, guys. Welcome to the kingdom. (laughs) This is your host, the one and only King Cor. Hi guys. Hi. How are you? Welcome to the kingdom. It's been a while. It's just been two weeks, but it always feels like it's been a while when I don't upload a new episode. The devil was after me. You guys, the devil was after me. Like, oh my goodness. It was crazy. It was actually crazy. Wow. I just had a talk with a friend. Jerome, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. And he made me realize that the devil was after me. Also, welcome to the kingdom. Did I already say that? Okay, sorry. Hi, how are you? I hope you guys are doing well. Anyway, let's talk about the elephant in the room, which isn't so big anymore. My titties. Woo. (laughs) You guys, I had a breast reduction surgery on March 3rd. Everyone that I've said this to, or a majority of the people I've said this to, have just been like, Karen, what? Like, I would kill for your boobs. Like, oh my God, Karen, give me your boobs. I'm like, take it. Take it. I wish I could. I had the surgeon package the fat and give it to you guys, whoever needs it. But I don't know. Small boob girls want big boobs. Big boob girls want small boobs. The grass is just, I don't know. The grass is always greener on the other side. I used to be a triple D, which sounds crazy. And if you see me in person, my five two hundred pound self with these triple D's on my chest, you guys, I literally did not like it. I don't, I don't know. Nobody like noticed it, I guess. Maybe people did because a lot of people would like talk about it all the time. Um, but so many people are like, "What? Like your boobs aren't that big? Like I didn't even notice they were that big." That's because I hid them. I hid them all the time. I would always wear baggy stuff or just stuff that really didn't show it off because I didn't really like it. I always felt like it made me look like just... And I'm going to post a video about this on Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. But I just felt like it made me just look just unproportional because I just have such a, a petite body 
and this just stood out or to me it stood out it also hurt my back a lot like it would just hurt my back it would get in the way of me doing like stuff you know I'd always had to wear sports bras to like actually just hold it together because like regular bras like I would outgrow them so quickly or they just wouldn't fit or they just would just hurt my shoulders you know about two years ago I asked my I complained to my doctor she was like you can wear these bras blah 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 but the ultimate ultimate like solution is surgery and surgery is what I wanted right off the bat like I didn't care about these other solutions I was like nope chop them off I want them gone um so it took a year for me to convince her that like I actually just want a surgery and she set me up with the surgeon and as soon as I walked into the office you guys the surgeon automatically was like you're not getting approved nope you're not getting approved I've seen girls with way bigger boobs and I've been doing this for 20 years and you're not getting approved by approved he means like insurance like I was looking for insurance to say that okay your boobs look like they actually you know serve a health condition or health complication so we will pay for your breast reduction that's what I was looking for okay when I walked into the surgeon's office he didn't even say hi he just shot me down right then and there like nope you're not getting approved I've seen girls way bigger than you and they've gotten declined and yeah sorry like I don't want to bring your hopes up but we can just try anyway or and I was like yeah yeah let's just try anyway just to say that we tried so we he took pictures to send to the um, insurance guys and um, he's like all right I'm gonna send it to them but once again I don't want to get your hopes up I don't think you're gonna get approved (laughs) I was like okay doctor like I get it you don't think I'm gonna get approved but I serve a living God who can do anything and make anything possible and change things around you know for me I get it you've seen girls way bigger than me not get approved did those girls have God on their side I don't think so (laughs) so as soon as he left the room right I was like damn like damn I guess I'm not gonna get the surgery because I don't have money to pay for it and he doesn't think insurance is gonna approve me but no that's when faith comes in, guys. And I, I feel like I've talked about faith a couple times on this podcast. But faith, faith is a crazy thing. Faith is a crazy thing. Faith is like like just standing there and just doing a trust fall and just hoping some imaginary thing catches you. That's what faith is. Like faith is just being like, I'm going to jump off this cliff and... I hope something's there to catch me. I don't know what it is, but I hope something's there to catch me. That's what faith is. And as soon as he left the office, I looked up to the sky and I I smiled and I said, God, I'm going to get approved. And I had the biggest smile on my face. And I walked out that doctor's office and I just was so confident that despite what the doctor said no matter what he said or what he thought or blah 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 I was gonna get approved because I told God that I was gonna get approved and I left it up to him anytime something is beyond my control 
I just, I'm like, God, take it, please. Take it from me. You can do it. I can't. So I literally looked up at the sky. I was like, God, I'm going to get approved. Well, I didn't look up at the sky. I looked up at the ceiling because I couldn't see the sky. But I looked up at up and I I just smiled and I was like, God, I'm going to get approved. And I walked out of there with my head held high. So I was like, yep, I'm going to get approved. And lo and behold, a week later, he told me it would take a month for them to decide. It took a week. A week later, I get the letter in my mail saying insurance approved of me. I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Like, I could believe it because I knew God could do it. But I was like, oh, my God, like, this man really did it. Like, I, like he really actually did it. That's really crazy. Like, and he always does it, so I don't know why I even doubt him. Because he always does it, I swear, guys. He always comes through for me. Me and him are, like, tight. I literally called the insurance company. I was like, can you explain what authorized means? Because I just couldn't believe it. They were like, yeah, authorized means you've been approved. I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. So we went ahead and scheduled it. Um, as you guys know, I scheduled it in December. But I couldn't get it done, so we rescheduled it for March. And... The day of the surgery, I see the I see the surgeon and he's like, wow, I am so shocked. I did not think you were going to get approved. And I literally told him, I was like, well, I pray to God. So I guess he answered <laughs> and he was like, OK. And, and then he did the surgery. And honestly, I should have went to a different fucking surgeon. That is my biggest mistake because. I feel like he just didn't care about me and didn't care about, like, making it look the best. Because I'm not going to lie, you guys, my boobs look pretty fucked up right now. But everyone's telling me, I like the size, but everyone's telling me that I just need to wait for it to heal. Which is true. It takes, like, six to eight weeks to heal. I'm only on my, I'm not even on my second week yet. So I can't judge what it's going to look like in the future by what it looks like now. because it looks really fucked up right now i feel like he did a freestyle on me i'm not lying (laughs) i'm laughing to stop myself from crying about this but hopefully it heals and it looks better than it, it it does because right now my nipples do not even look like sisters they don't even look like cousins they are on complete ends of the spectrum And I can't feel one nipple, okay? I cannot feel my left nipple. It's actually ridiculous. But it's fine, okay? We we move. We move. With or without the left nipple sensation. But yeah, I'm going to have a, a, a video about this. So if you guys have any questions about the breast surgery, um, ask me on my channel. And I'll probably respond. Or I'll probably have answered them in the video or something. Because I feel like I can't really go too in-depth on this podcast. But it was interesting. All I remember was getting rolled in the hallway. They were like, okay, we're going to take you to the OR now. And then, and then it like, and then I suddenly I'm in the post-op room, like waking up. It felt like I was waking up from a sleep. And there's this cute ass nurse. Oh my God. He had the brightest blue eyes and he was dark haired and he was so cute. I remember thinking before the surgery, I remember thinking before the surgery, like, damn, this nurse is mad cute. Like, who is that? Right? 
And then I was feeling embarrassed because I'm like, damn, I'm getting a breast reduction. And there's a cute ass, like young ass nurse just right there. Like he wasn't even working on me. He was just standing at the desk. But I just felt embarrassed to be in like a hospital gown in front of him. (laughs) And then I wake up and he's next to me and he's my post-op nurse. I'm like, what are the odds? What are the odds that I manifested this nurse to be my post-op nurse? I wake up and he's next to me. He's like, ooh, you're awake. And I swear we're flirting the whole time. Like we had some good banter. Okay, and I found out that he actually graduated from my school from public health. Like, what are the odds? Same major, same school. I think it's meant to be, guys. I think I'm going to go back to the hospital and I'm going to find him. And I think it's meant to be. I think he's the one for me. He's already seen my tits. So (laughs) what's next, huh? Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. But yes, um, recovery is going well. I'm feeling better by the day. The first couple days were just hell. I couldn't move. I was wrapped up and I was draining blood from my boobs. But got the drains taken out. And now I have to be in sports bras 24-7. My boobs still feel really, really hard. They're still swollen, but they're about a c cup right now and i know they're swollen so they're gonna go down to maybe like high b low c cup which is amazing that's perfect that's exactly the size that i wanted so i'm very very happy with the size the look however (laughs) i don't know but he gave me a lift um so i'm very happy about that as well and yeah i think they look nice and perky i can't wait for them to heal so i can show them off um but yeah (laughs) that is that on that look out for the video on that now moving on from that i recently put a questionnaire on my story and i asked you guys how are you guys doing this is my real instagram story by the way and a lot of you guys said like some pretty rough stuff like wow like everyone just was feeling so bad and i'm i'm assuming i don't know for the people maybe if you felt good you didn't feel the need to respond to my questionnaire i think maybe that was a way for people who felt bad to let somebody know that they were feeling that way so maybe that's why i got an overwhelming amount of like bad like responses you know it's sort of like when you go on yelp it's like only the people who got bad customer service feel the need to say that they got bad customer service like if the thing is amazing they'll be like like half of the time no one's gonna leave a review like wow this was amazing unless it was like exceptional you know but if it was good like if the experience was genuinely good i feel like most of the time we don't leave reviews we only feel the need to leave a review if it's horrible which is why i think a lot of you guys wanted to just let your feelings out on my questionnaire which i'm very glad that you did because i too have been feeling the exact same way wow what gave it away was it my lack of activity on social media that gave it away i don't know maybe but no honestly you guys and the reason why i say the devil was after me was because i feel like a lot of the times the devil is gonna try and use your weak spot you know to get you like when I was in when I was dorming in college 
my weak spot was weed. Like, I would just smoke all the time. That was his outlet. They call it the devil's lettuce for a reason. Not that I'm just thinking about it. Anyway, that was his outlet, you know? Whenever I smoked, I would be super unproductive, just not do anything. That's his way of deterring me from the plan or purpose or journey that God has put me on, right? He just needs a way to, like, detour you, you know? Like, create a little, like, segue into your path. But listen, I don't smoke anymore, so he's like, hmm, how can I get her? And then I stopped listening to... Well, I didn't really completely stop, but I've kind of, I kind of don't listen to, like, music anymore. I don't know why I just haven't felt the need to listen to music. I now only, like, mostly, not only, let me not cap on here. I mostly listen to just podcasts and, like, like sermons, right? (laughs) So it's not like music is a way to deter me. My weakness now is my art, You know, when he can't get you in places that were once like reachable, he's going to try and use something else. So completely deterred me from my passions. Like, oh, my God, it was bad. It was so bad. So, so bad. I'm saying it was so bad. Like (laughs) this wasn't like two hours ago. But but I just had a conversation an hour ago that changed everything, you know. Okay, not changed everything, but it helped at least, right? And I really needed that phone call. Sometimes you, like, are feeling so many things and you just need to talk to somebody, right? But everybody feels so, like, out of reach and, I don't know, people just, sometimes people don't say the right things or I always feel like people are also going through their own stuff. So, like, who, like, why would somebody help me? But, you know, I got a call from my friend Jerome. Out of the blue, when I was feeling blue, (laughs) and he told me some pretty, like, good things that I feel like I needed to hear, okay? Okay, so if it seems like I'm in a good mood now, that is because I am, because I needed to see that whatever I was feeling, which, by the way, was just... I was just, like, in a rut. I used that word on my story, right? And then I was like, wait, how do I even know that word? Like, sometimes you just know words that, like, (laughs) this is a complete, like, segue. But sometimes I be feeling like, how do I know this word? And how do I know that this is the word to use in this context? So I used the word rut. And I was like, what? Not a lot of people use the word rut. Like, how do I know the word rut? It's R-U-T, by the way. Like, how do you know what it means? And how do you know that that's the word to use right now? So I looked it up. And a rut, well, the first definition was a long, deep track made by the repeated passage of the wheels of vehicles. Obviously, that's not the definition I'm looking for. The second definition, however, is a habit or pattern of behavior that has become dull and unproductive, but is hard to change. Boom. That was the word I was looking for. I was stuck in a rut. Oh, I just found the title of the episode. Sometimes I think of the title of the episode and sometimes I just let it come to me. I don't know. Maybe it'll change as I keep talking. Okay, let's go. Anyway, a habit or a pattern of behavior 
that has become dull and unproductive, but it's hard to change. And that was, that could not describe me more. Part of it wasn't my fault. Um, as you guys know, I just had, okay, maybe you don't know, but I just had surgery um, a week and a half ago. I had surgery March 3rd. It's currently March, what is it, 15th, so 12 days ago, which I also need to give myself credit for because I was told that the recovery would take a while. It'll take like six to eight weeks to fully recover and you know, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be blah, 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 blah. But we could talk about the surgery later. Um, But I was, I had a feeling that this wasn't just the surgery. Like this rut that I was feeling started way before my surgery. I think if anything, the surgery just like worsened it. It started way before the surgery um, where I got into this, like I was, I was going, okay. Like I was on, I was on. I was on a roll, like, <laughs> I was on a roll, I was recording, I was editing, I was filming, I was taking pictures, I was showing up to class, motivated, like, on top of shit, like, I was on top of my shit, every single day, I was on top of my shit, I, I even woke up, oh my god, I woke up at 6.30am every single day for a week to go to the gym, and then came back and just did what I had to do. Like, I was on fire, right? And I don't know if it's the highs and lows of life or what, but all of that just, like, stopped. Like, all of that just stopped. Even, honestly, even when I would go to the gym, I remember the first few days I would go to the gym, come back and just, like, you know, do the stuff that I needed to do, but then slowly... I would come back from the gym and just sleep all day. And when I couldn't go to the gym anymore because of my surgery, it became this thing where I was just like sleeping all day. Sleep all day and and just like just sleep all day <laughs> and do nothing. Like I was doing nothing. Like I know I haven't posted. I know I missed last week's podcast. And I didn't post yesterday, Sunday, like I said I was going to. Um, and I want to tell you guys, like, I've just been so stressed or maybe my body hurts from surgery or, like, a whole bunch of excuses. But I just wasn't feeling it. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. And... I cannot come on here or come on camera and talk about anything else when I like nothing is going on in my life. You know what I mean? Like, how can I film or how can I come on here and talk about anything when all I want to do is just lay in bed all day? Okay, all I was doing was laying in bed all day. I will make a list of things that I need to do. Like, clean my room, do laundry, do my schoolwork, blah, 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 blah. And then all I could muster up to do in a day would be <laughs> get up and go pee and eat. That was all I could do. 
And for the first week after surgery, I, you know, blamed the surgery. I was like, okay, my body's healing. I need to take this time to be tired and, you know, just heal. I had a pretty, like, intense surgery. So I needed time to heal, right? And I I was going to be coming off of this um, anesthesia and all of this. I was taking antibiotics. I was taking codeine. Um, So, yeah, it was a lot for my body, right? I understood that. But there, like, I feel like there's a difference between, like, physical tiredness and like mental tiredness and I and I felt mentally tired kind of like almost going into a depression and if you guys listen to my last episode with Drew like we kind of touched on it a little about how we were just like not okay <laughs> it was like it's my school work what's up podcast fam it's your girl see money up in here and on our commercial break, I will be spitting some bars, turning some tunes. Be sure you stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss this fire. <laughs> fire beats. Get out of here. Did you just come in here to do that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Get out. Sorry about that, you guys. <laughs> okay. But you know when you're just tired, like... Just you just can't do anything. You just I really wish I had a better vocabulary for what I was feeling. And it it wasn't like it stemmed from anywhere, which is this which is what sucks because some like when I'm sad about like a boy or something, I can I can be like, Okay, I'm sad about a boy. If I'm sad about, I don't know, my hard drive per se, I can say, Okay, I'm sad about my hard drive. But when you're just like like it feels like a like a dark cloud over you the whole day and then the days go into weeks and it's just like this constant dark cloud that won't go away like and it, you don't even know the source of it it's Satan by the way but <laughs> you don't know the source of it you don't know like like, you know, like, what what is going on? Why can't I shake this dark cloud away? Like, why can't I, like, push through it? And everything feels so hard. And all you want to do is lay in bed all day and just be on your phone, watch Netflix. <laughs> or, I don't know, and every little thing makes you upset. Or you're just in a bad mood. You can't do anything. Missing classes. Like room is messy as hell like all you can really do in the day is just get through the day and then the mornings and then the nights come and it's just like night and day and night and day but there's nothing in between that it feels like there's nothing in between the nights and the days they just keep coming and coming like I literally was in bed for almost two weeks and it just felt like just night will come and then day will come and then night will come and then day will come and I couldn't remember what I was doing. I wasn't doing anything, I mean, at all. So I literally found myself saying at one point, like, what is the point of all this? Like, there's no point to any of this because, like, 
none of this is real. There's no point to any of this. None of this is real. How many more days can I take? Like, do I really have to do this night and day, night and day, night and day shit every single day? Like, do, like, you know? And then when you start going through that path of thoughts in your head where one day becomes pointless and then the second day becomes pointless and the week becomes pointless and then you're like, oh my God, am I going to have to keep doing this every single day? You will soon find yourself at the thought that is like, I don't have to do this every day, you know? I could just end it right now. I've had those thoughts. Like, I really have. I mean, I, like, quickly brush them off. It's just, like, flickers in my brain. I don't, I don't like, think about, like, actually ending it. But it's like, hmm, it would be nice if this all could just stop right now. Because clearly none of this shit matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's really tough. And I know... I know some of you guys listening feel me. If you don't feel me, I'm very happy for you. But yeah, it really, really sucks. And it sucks because, like, my close friends, like, some of them have expressed the same thoughts to me. Like, one single day, two of my bestest friends told me, yeah, sometimes I just want to, like, just end it. It's like... How do I offer words of encouragement when I don't even have it in me myself? Like, I feel you. <laughs> and sometimes it's not like, it feels like it's not enough to just be like, I feel you, bro. Like, same. <laughs> and then we say same, and then we laugh it off. But these are real, like, genuine feelings sometimes. And it really, really sucks. And it sucks that we're so young and, like, a lot of us are just feeling like this, you know, like, and maybe, maybe you don't feel it to the extreme, but just like this overwhelmingness and this tiredness and this sadness and the stress. Oh my God, stress. So much of my stress comes from school. Like I have so much, like when I think about school, I'm like, oh my God, I don't even want to think about it right now because my brain will just start. But so much of my stress comes from school and like all this shit that I have to do. But, you know, school, like the school stress, I can say is tangible. If that was the only stress that I had in my life, I would be, I think I'd be happy because school stress is tangible. You know, it's like show up to class, do this work and you're good. There's no like unknown, you know. The real stress comes in when I think about, okay, what am I doing in life, you know? Like, when I think about my channel and my podcast and the brand that I want to create and just everything, those things are the unknown, you know? Those things are, like, the stuff that is not tangible. These are just thoughts and ideas and, and what-ifs and, yeah, the unknown. And that just creates so much stress. I'm always constantly worried, like, am I posting the right things? Am I reaching the right audience? Do people even care about the shit that I have to say? Do people even want to watch this? Like, I film so much, you guys. I film so much that I just tell myself, like, nobody wants to watch this, yo. Like, this is ass, Karen. Delete it. Delete this and delete your channel because... Everything you do is ass. Genuinely, that's what I think a lot of the times. 
and like Instagram and like getting ready to t- okay it, now that I'm saying this out loud it makes me sound like I'm just complaining about stuff that I have good in my life like boohoo you have to get up and take Instagram pictures cry me a river <laughs> so now I just feel like I sound stupid because I'm complaining about things that like are not even real problems Ah, here we go again. I feel like the stress that I have when it comes to that stuff, like, I couldn't even, like, contextualize. Is that the right word? Or I couldn't verbalize. Let's say that. I can't verbalize it because it's just a feeling, you know? I feel like it wouldn't really make sense if I said some of these things out loud, so I'll just not. But my point is that there's so much stress in the unknown, and it sucks that the whole life we're living is unknown like i'm like oh there's so much stress in the unknown but everything in life is unknown like everything in life is unknown you don't know anything nothing is set in stone the days just come and go and come and go and you have to make of it what you make of it you know so yeah i was feeling really 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 down and i had a conversation my friend randomly called me, like, I called him a couple of days ago, he didn't respond, and then I just, <laughs> I go into these stuff where I'm like, nobody cares about me, and blah, blah, just a lot of whiny stuff. Um, But he called me today, and he had some pretty encouraging words for me, so I want you guys to kind of hear what he had to say. Um, Hopefully it'll help you guys, because it, it did help me, so I'm going to put it right here. Um, I hope you guys take something away from it. And I'll talk to you guys after the conversation. So you, you can find a way around it. You can make the best out of it. Don't, don't, no. Don't let the enemy come and try and confuse you or try and, like, throw you off from, like, getting to where God wants you to get to because you're doing, you're doing good. And the fact that the all of a sudden, you know, you got surgery, yes, that's understandable. The first week, that's understandable. You've been inside, blah, blah. But, don't let that, you know, don't let the enemy come try and make you feel like you can't do what you, what you, you already know you're good at. Like, you know you're good at it. You know, if you could sit down and record, you could probably record a podcast just on the go, just like that. You could just talk, literally, just like that. But then it's making you feel like such a, like making it feel like it's like you holding paper and then you feel like the paper weighs like 100 pounds. It's just paper. If you realize that it's just paper, the the weight will, will go off. The weight will be taken off. But if you just think in your head that it's a hundred pounds, the paper will forever weigh hundred pounds, and you forever struggle to hold the paper. And so it's up. It's all entirely up to you. It's all entirely up to you. But you can definitely do it. If you if you might want to take a pause on the podcast and focus on YouTube, that's fine too. But if you if you want to do both, you can do both too. You know, it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. You know. Here's a curveball. Jesus Christ cares about you. If the, 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 the that's the thing, if the whole world right would decide not to care about you you should know that at least Christ Jesus cares about you. And he said that he will never forsake you nor leave you, right? So for me, if the person that created the entire universe cares about me, 
then why do I care about the creation of the creator who cares about me? If the creator cares about me, why do I care about if his creation cares about me or not? It's like, it's like you, it's like God created everything and God cares about you. But then it's like, it's like if you're like worried about if maybe the animals or maybe like the, the sheep that the sheep that care about you, 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 would you feel like salty? No, you wouldn't. Like it's just, if God created me, why should I be worried? Why should I care about anybody else? Why should I worry if anybody cares about me? Why should I worry about if anybody talks to me or not? Why should I worry? Like nothing, literally, nothing else matters. If as long as as long as I have God, at least that's my principle. Like as long as I have God, I don't care. Like I literally don't care. And for me, my biggest thing is like letting people come in between me and me and God. And that's my that's my thing. That's my thing. That's my. Uh, burden that I've been I struggle with letting people come into me and God because God could say this and then people would just say that and it would just it would just like and at the end of the day it would be like I have to choose and then I choose people but that's something that I'm working on but literally for you like you feel like if you feel like, if, if, if you feel like people don't care if you feel like nobody cares God cares about you that sense of nobody cares that's the enemy trying to confuse you or the enemy trying to draw you away into that depression that he wants you to get into the enemy trying to draw you away into like the loneliness that you might, you might feel because you never like if you turn left he's there if you turn right he's there it's all on you and that's why it's so important to build your relationship with them because you're never really alone. So right now, if I'm laying here right now like this, I could just turn around and just start talking to Holy Spirit. And I know the Holy Spirit will talk back to me because I know he's always there. And he's like, he's, he's always there. So why not engage? Why not talk to him? Instead, he won't gossip about your problems. He won't give you issues. He won't try to make you feel like them. He, like, he won't do anything. The Holy Spirit is just literally there to help you. And so, why not draw closer to him? Why not come to understand that? I don't care if nobody cares about me. As, if, as long as God cares about me, that's all that matters. But sometimes you just have to have that I don't care mindset, you know. Okay, like, you know, like if they, they, if they, they, they show they don't care, okay. If they show they care, okay. For that, it's like, that, for me, at least that's my, that's the principle, the principle that I follow or go by. Like, if someone shows that they care, okay. If they don't show that they, they don't care, I don't, like, okay. Like, it is, I'm not going to let the let it bother me because at the end of the day, you know, we all came into earth alone. We're going to leave alone. We're going to be judged, like, by God alone. Why should I spend my time worrying about if somebody cares about me or not? It says, for we seek not after the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. Because the things which are seen are temporal, and the things which are not seen are eternal. So, instead of you trying to maybe feel like a sense of that people, the things which are seen care about you, or feel a sense of, oh, like, I, like, I matter to people, or like this, you should accept and embrace the fact that you, God, you matter to God. So if you liked his voice or what he had to say, he actually has a podcast called Kingdom Citizens, which is pretty cool because I feel like mine is welcome to the kingdom. So once I welcome you into the kingdom, you're fully a citizen. You can go to his podcast and listen to, you know, things of kingdom citizens. Um, but yeah, he I'm going to link the, his podcast down below.
I needed to hear that for real. Like, I really, really needed to hear that. I needed someone to tell me, Karen, you can do anything you set your mind to. You know that. Like, you know that. I know that. The world knows that. Just fucking do it. And you are not depressed or blah, 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 blah. You're not. Because as soon as you say you are, you will become it. You become what you say. Like, that is that is the fact of the world. You become what you say. And and I know you'd be like, Karen, like, no, like, I'm actually depressed. I get it. I really, really get it. 100%. 100%. But I feel like once you understand that that feeling is just a way to deter you from what god's purpose actually is for you you start to be like ah because see i was on such a on on such a roll you know i was on such a roll and i was doing what i had to do and inspiring people and talking to you guys and all of this stuff that i'm here on earth for and then boom it's like depression. No more Fortnite. <laughs> no more videos. No more podcasts. No more Instagram posts. Like nothing. Like now you can just do nothing, Karen. Now I want you to lay in bed all day and wallow in self pity and self doubt and self judgment and thinking you're not good enough and thinking nobody cares and all these negative thoughts. And then the more you have these negative thoughts, the more you're not going to post and you're not going to reach the audience that God wants you to reach. And you're not going to share the message that God wants you to share. And you're not going to, you know, all these things that you want for yourself and all these things that you can accomplish and you can do and you can live out. And now all of these are going to come to a halt because like negative thoughts are just being pushed on you and pushed on you and pushed on you. And I really, really realized this when I realized that these like ups and downs that I go through are like really affecting my progress, you know, because to succeed in anything, you need to be consistent, right? But I let my, I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong sometimes it's good to take a break sometimes it's good to feel what you need to feel and take a break but whenever I feel things you guys I feel them so deeply that I feels like I physically cannot do anything like I it feels like an actual weight on me like you know like a like a non-physical weight that stops me from doing anything so obviously my goals for this year was like I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to just go off in creativity and in creating and in just being a doer, do, being a doer in, instead of a sayer, putting my actions into, putting my thoughts into actions and just doing, doing it, just being all about that action, getting to the bag, doing stuff. And then I get into these um, like, like moments where I'm stuck or moments where I'm in a rut. Full cab of the day. Woo. 
moments where I'm in a rut and it physically stops me from progressing. And that's what the enemy wants you to do. The enemy wants to stop you from progressing. And you may not see that now. And you may just think, oh, I'm just so down and blah, blah. But no, that's the plan. The plan he wants for you is to stop you from progressing and stop you from achieving all these things that you want to achieve. And it's up to you to notice that. Like, notice that whenever you're just going down the wrong thought train, going down the wrong behavior train, you just, like, have to realize, no. This this is the plan the devil wants. The devil wants to deter you from your your goals and your purpose and your plan. And it's up to you to be like, nah, nah, this is not happening. I am getting up and I am getting shit done. And believe me, sometimes it can feel so hard. And sometimes, honestly, sometimes just lay in bed, like... Lay in bed. The world is tough. The world is so tough. So if all you can do in a day is just get through it, get through it. But you have to have it in your brain that you are going to get through it. We cannot get stuck in the thought process of we can't get through it or this is impossible. Like, like I just can't. Because once you say you can't, you really will not because you, you've you told your brain you can't. So then your brain tells your body you can't. So then you just won't do it. I guess my advice for me and you um, is that you can. Isn't that like Obama's like slogan? Okay, whatever. But you can, okay? It, it may feel like you can't, but you you can and you matter no matter how many people don't talk to you no matter how many i don't know friends <laughs> you've alienated yourself from cough cough karen no matter how many no matter how lonely you are like you're not lonely because i love you okay and I'm here for you. And above all, I'm able to love you because God loves you. And his love radiates through me and to you. Okay? So even if you can't feel it, just think of me and it'll it'll connect you. I will be the connector between the heavens and earth. <laughs> what am I, Jesus? Okay, let me shut up. But no, honestly, God loves you. Like, so much. So much more than than any other human and one thing my friend Jerome said I don't know if he said it in the recording that I just attached but he said that why care about if the creator loves me why would I care if the creation doesn't because the creation is just okay he created those things too why am I looking towards the creation to love me when the creator already loves me. Like, what? That makes no sense. It's like the master loves you, but you're you're looking to the students for love. What? No. They're the same as you. They cannot provide you the love that you need, you know? And I feel like once we are aligned 
with his love and his will and his purpose, everything just, you know, everything really works together for those that love him. Wow, the Bible speaks some facts. <laughs> I should read it more. Yeah, so you can you can do it, honestly. You can get up out of bed and if you need to take a slow, take a slow. Get up out of bed, read your Bible, pray, honestly. It is so important to start your day with prayer. Eat a good meal and just do your silly little tasks, okay? Just try and accomplish one thing. And if it's just one thing the whole day, that is fine. As long as you were able to, you know, set your mind to it and do it. And I hope I'm not sounding insensitive because I have, I feel the same way that you guys do. And I know sometimes when someone's telling me, like, you can do it, I'm just like, shut the fuck up because you don't know how it feels. (laughs) But nine times out of ten, they probably do, you know? So... I just want to be able to, I just want to tell you guys that you are so, so loved. Like, so, so loved. If you can't feel it, please feel it from me. Like, you are so, so, so loved, okay? And you have a purpose. Despite how just pointless the days feel, you have a purpose. You have a purpose. You are on here for something, okay? And you have to see it that you live out those purposes you know and maybe you don't know your purpose yet but you have a purpose and this rut that you're stuck in or these feelings that you're stuck in is just a way to deter you from your purpose so if you can be able to push no if you are able to push those feelings away this like that dark cloud away you will be so much closer to making progress and achieving the things that you've so dreamed of because the world is whatever you make it, okay? And sorry to tell you, laying in bed all day isn't going to make it. Isn't gonna, I'm speaking to myself, okay? Laying in bed all day isn't going to make your dreams happen. You got to get up and get to it. And sometimes it's going to be hard. And we do need breaks sometimes, but... Yeah, I hope this helped. I really, really do. I really, really do. I can make more. Come on. The, this podcast is going to be here for a while. So if you guys want me to expand on something that I just didn't talk about more, I can go deep into it. Maybe I should have written like steps, you know, but I don't like to structure my podcast like steps to getting out of a rut. No, I just like to have a normal conversation. So I never really plan out anything that I'm going to say. It just comes off the motherfucking dome. (laughs) Oh, my God. I swear I'm funny and I'm just, like, not. It really bothers you guys. It really bothers me. One time, I genuinely prayed to God to make me funnier. I'm like, why am I just not funny at all? (laughs) Am I funny? Please tell me I'm funny. Please boost my ego because I can't take this anymore. Anyway, I hope this helped. I am feeling better. I'm happy that it's spring, so it's more daytime. One thing that was bothering me, I swear, I literally contemplated getting an apartment because I live in the basement and there's no sunlight. There's no sunlight. It bothers me. Oh, my God. It literally, like, ruins my day. It also contributes to this, like, dark thing that I'm feeling because I don't see the goddamn sun and I don't even go upstairs. You know, I told my mom, I was crying to my mom yesterday. I was like, 
mama, like, I need to move out. Like, there's no sun that comes into the room. She's like, hey, if there's no sun, ah, if it's in the morning, just just go outside. <laughs> I was like, mama, that's not what I mean. Like, I need the sun in my room. But um, I'm glad that there's more daytime now. Um, because the sun actually has so much power on our emotions. Um, so yeah, I'm happy it's a new week. Happy motherfucking Monday, you guys. I'm happy it's a new week. And I'm happy that I've been able to snap out of it, I think. Hopefully hopefully I don't go to bed and wake up feeling the same. Because that would really be counterproductive. Imagine I just like spat all this motivational stuff to you and then i go to sleep wake up the next day and just boom back in my rut cycle so bad (sighs) but i feel better i now know that this down feeling that i was feeling aside from recovering from surgery was just a, a way to push me back And now that I know that it's a way to push me back, I'm going to do everything in my power to push myself forward, okay? So I want you to do everything in your power to push yourself forward, okay? Push yourself forward. Progress. Because, hey, you're not going to get it by just doing what you're doing or just living anyhow. You really, it's really a mind game in this world. Spiritual game, too. Let me know if this helped. I love when you guys DM me about, I wish podcasts had comments. But I guess you can comment on the YouTube um, version of the podcast because I do post it on YouTube. There's a channel called Welcome to the Kingdom. I post all the episodes on there. So if you need to comment and let me know your thoughts, you can comment it. Or just simply DM me or DM at WTTK Podcast, which is the podcast Instagram. Um, I hope you are feeling better. I hope if you already were good, I hope you're feeling even better. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I can't tell you guys how much I love you all, okay? I really, really do like so, so much. I do, 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 do. And I will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye-bye now.